Welcome back for another episode of Lead with Purpose podcast with me, Shishin Young, where we talk about purpose, marketing, mindset, and how to launch, grow, and scale a purpose-driven business. The key person of influence framework. Becoming a key person of influence in your industry requires a strategic approach and consistent effort. So I'm going to share with you a very simple framework called the 3C framework that is going to help you get there. It involves building your personal brand, establishing expertise, expanding your network and also delivering value to others, which is a very important part of becoming a key person of influence. So the three C's that I'm talking about are content. That's number one. Number two is connection. And number three is consistency. If you get those three parts right, then you are well on your way to becoming the key person of influence in your industry or the KPI. So if you're not sure what a key person of influence is, is the person that gets all of the work in your industry. The key person of influence is the person that gets to speak on stages. The key person of influence is the person that no longer needs to chase after work because the, the work will come to them. They are attracting the work to them. So are you ready to become the key person of influence in your industry? So if your answer is yes, then let's get started. First thing you need to do is build your personal brand. We're talking about becoming a key person of influence, not key business. So it's important that you build your personal brand up. So craft a compelling personal brand that communicates your expertise, your values, and your personality. This includes um, creating a professional website, optimizing your social media profiles, and using a consistent tone and style across your content. You want to be consistent in your, um, in your content, as in your tone and your values. And also the look as well, that's also important, that's also part of your branding, but not only. Um, your branding is has got everything to do with um, your messaging, your personality as well, that's really important. Um, also your tone of voice, how do you speak to people? Are you casual or are you energetic or are you, how, how do you speak? How do you normally sound? So combine all of those things, that is your personal brand. So um Building a personal brand, um, a powerful personal brand, requires a uh, combination of authenticity, consistency, and value delivery. So authenticity, that's very, very important. Do not build a brand that is not you because that's going to, people going to see through it. They want to see that you are authentic in your brand, in your branding, that you are authentic. And consistency as well is the same. Uh, make sure that you have a consistent messaging in your brand, that you, um, you do what you say you do, and uh, make sure that you stay consistent with that. And also value delivery. What kind of values are you delivering to your people? So um, building your personal brand is a very important part of this. It's the first part of this. And make sure that your personality shines through as well, because you are part of your personal brand define your unique value proposition 
is the next step that is part of building your personal brand. Identify what sets you apart from others in your industry and articulate it clearly. So your unique value proposition, which is your UVP, should communicate the specific value and benefits that you bring to your audience. So this could be an expertise in your specific niche, or it could be a unique approach to problem solving or a distinctive sort of personality. So for example, let's use Gary Vaynerchuk or Gary V. Um, I'm not sure, you. hopefully you know him, but I see him all the time on social media, like I don't know how many times a day. But Gary Vaynerchuk is known for his no-nonsense, high-energy approach to entrepreneurship and marketing. And his UVP lies in his ability to provide practical advice and motivation and he delivers it in a very sort of signature style so even when I see his um, kind of imagine his face in front of me I can actually hear his voice and I can see his energetic movements it's a very distinctive style in the way he appears on the screen so uh, Gary V is a pretty good example on somebody who's created a very strong personal brand for himself um, the next part of building a, a strong personal brand is to be authentic and transparent. And I think I mentioned a little bit before, authenticity is crucial in building trust with your audience. People's authenticity radar or inauthenticity radar is very, very well fine-tuned nowadays. So make sure you're authentic. If people feel that you're not authentic, you will lose them almost straight away. So share your stories, your experiences and struggles openly, allowing your audience to connect with you on a deeper level. If you share sort of superficial content, um, then you are going to be able to connect with your audience also on a super a superficial level. So if you want to have a more uh, authentic connection with them, then you need to be a bit, little bit more transparent in the things that you're sharing with them and embrace your personality. This is really important and let it shine through in your content and your interactions because it's your personal, personality that makes you stand out amongst other people in the same niche as you because nobody can deliver a message the way that you do so make sure that your personality is shining through your content as well so um, the next thing um, so maybe I'll give you an example here uh, on somebody who um, who is pretty good at this is Brené Brown she is actually a renowned uh, researcher and author and her she has built her personal brand actually about vulnerability and authenticity. This is the thing that she's researching and she's written uh, books about this. So she she shares her personal stories and she shares her research findings about this topic to help people embrace their own imperfections and also build meaningful connections as well. So if you want to find out more about uh, vulnerability and authenticity, then go and check out Brené Brown and also check out Brené Brown, how she shares of herself on social media in her content um, to see how to share authentically and transparently, but without oversharing too much because we only want to share the things that are useful to our um, ideal customers or the people that we want to connect with. When we're oversharing, sometimes we lose them too. 
Consistency in messaging and visuals. Consistency is very important when you're building your brand because uh, consistency in your brand messaging and your visual identity as well helps reinforce your personal brands in your um, in the mind of your audience. So use consistent language and you use like visual language as well as your kind of verbal language uh, colors fonts design elements um, make sure that, that that is consistent across your website and your social media profiles and wherever your content is appearing make sure that people uh, can recognize you across the different platforms that they know that it's the same person that they are coming across for example neil patel does this really well he's a digital marketing expert and he maintains consistency in his content throughout all of his content using his signature colors and his logo as well and this consistency um, really makes his brand instantly recognizable across various platforms maybe you don't want to um have the same things everywhere having been consistent doesn't mean that it has to be um, identical or that um, it needs to be boring in any way it, it just needs um, to have the same language the same uh, visual language the same um, audio language as in like in your speech and in your language as well that is really important and your messaging is important that you create that same consistency that you're talking about the same things um, or have, share the same sort of opinions you can't flip flop around the different um, different values and different opinions um, on the different social media channels that's just going to be confusing so make sure you stay consistent in your messaging as well as your uh, visual language Create and deliver valuable content. Obviously, this is a very big part of uh, building a personal brand. It's very difficult to build a personal brand without delivering valuable content. So create in, um, and share content that provides value to your audience. This could include educational articles, how-to guides, insightful videos, or entertaining podcasts. So consistently deliver valuable content um, because this is going to establish you as an authority in your field. If you are keeping all of your knowledge to yourself, then how are people going to know that you are the expert in your field? So keep keep putting out content out there in lots of different forms, where there is long form articles, how to guides, videos, YouTube podcasts, and so on. So Maria Marie Follow. For example, I follow her. She's a business coach and a motivational speaker. She creates content that empowers and educates her audience on various aspects of uh, personal and uh, professional growth. So you don't have to talk just about one thing, but she is both a business coach and a personal coach. So she talks about um, empowerment. She talks about personal development. She talks about prof professional growth. All of those things she mixes in within her content and she does it really well. So uh, make sure that you share value uh, or valuable content um, about your niche, your area of expertise. So in, in terms of um, creating content, I'm just going to touch on this very quickly, is a lot of people come to me and they are struggling to create content for you, for their brand um, or, you know, whether it's for business brand or the personal brand. But I suggest that maybe... Um, utilize uh, or use a leverage AI to help you. In this case, uh, you can ask, um, for example, Chat GPT to come up with some ideas. You can ask him, uh, him, I'm assuming it's a him, it may well be a her or they, um, ask Chat GPT, like, um, 
I am trying to speak to X, who is, you know, your target customers. What do they need to know? What do they want to know in order for them to achieve X? So you can ask them those questions where you can ask, um, what are the most commonly asked questions in this X niche, whether it is in publishing books or in uh, building a um, purpose-driven business so what do they need to know what are the most commonly asked questions and then chat gpt will give you some suggestions on what you can talk about you can also ask uh, chat gpt to uh, give you a framework in how to uh, write an article create a podcast and so on use leverage chat gpt or any ai um, tools to um, help you um, to become more productive don't use a hundred percent and just because otherwise your content is just going to become like everybody else's make sure you personalize it make sure you, that you're just using it as a guide but you are uh, using it to come up with ideas but then you still have to rewrite things don't just take it and put it out there uh, then because that is when you become like everybody else so content creation is also something that ai can help you with um also, automatic social posting, if you don't want to schedule everything, you can ask AI to help you do that. Um, AI and I can also create visual content, so not just images. So you can do text in it to image, that's really cool. But now AI can also create text to uh, video so you can create a little short video just by feeding in the text so that is also something that I'm playing around with um, it is actually pretty interesting I love all this AI stuff so leverage it whenever you can and I'm also working on a an AI twin uh, so that I can use my AI twin to produce uh, to deliver some of the content if I wanted to but I'm more just playing with it to see what the fun functionalities are doesn't mean that I'm actually going to do it so one day maybe Maybe it's just my AI twin talking in front of you. You wouldn't even know because it's so good. And you can also use AI to uh, generate your voice uh, so that um, it can read, you know, it can do podcasts and it can teach for you and you don't even have to read it because how many times do we have to re-record podcasts, for example? I don't know. This one I've done several times already. But if we can rely on AI to do it, maybe you only have to do it once or twice. So um, there are lots and lots of different things that we can rely rely on not rely we can use leverage ai to help us with to become more productive um, the next thing is engage and build relationships that's a big part of becoming a kpi in your industry if you don't engage with people and build relationships and then you're just sitting in your room by yourself holding on to your knowledge you are never going to become the kpi in your industry so engage and build relationships uh, interact with your audience regularly respond to comments message email them engage in discussions on social media about your topic um, go into forums answer questions uh, go to industry events and talk to people about your expertise and build genuine relationships here with your audience fostering like loyalty and also trust this is what it's all about building those genuine um, real relationships with people I did mention before that you can leverage AI and actually you can leverage AI to send people DMs and messages there are lots and lots of different bots that can do that um, yes you can do that um, of course but actually, I prefer if you were to, um, you know, engage with people um, in a more genuine way and actually care about your audience, because people can tell now whether it's a bot or whether it's you. Um, you don't want to lose um, 
your followers just because they realize is your bot pretending to be you so engage with them and actually when you engage with them you also learn more about your audience you learn about the things that they're struggling with so when you hear about something that you're struggling with maybe you create some content about that so it's really useful to um, to connect with your audience um, directly network and collaborate this again is the same as engaging with your um, your audience network and collaborate with them uh, when you are networking with people again connect with your sort of like influencers in your space experts in your place and key players and see if you can collaborate with them because if you're collaborating with them that's going to expand your network and theirs as well you can both utilize each other's network to kind of build on your own visibility so this is very very um, important I think in fact I will do a another episode about networking I've got some really um, good strategies in how we can network better so I'll do that in a separate episode so that this episode doesn't become too long. Uh, so look out for that one if you want to find out more tips and tricks on how to network better. The next thing that is really useful uh, in becoming a KPI is to speak at events. When you are networking with people or when you're speaking one-to-one to people or in a small group, you are just in a small group. But when you're speaking at events, it's one-to-many. So you can speak in front of a big crowd of people, like hundreds of people, or even maybe 30, 40, 50 people. It's almost impossible to speak to that many people at the same time when you're at a networking event. But when you're speaking at an event, when you're the speaker, you can speak to lots and lots of people about your expertise Um uh, at the same time so um, and also whenever somebody gets invited to speak on stage it very quickly establishes them as the KPI in their space um, so public speaking opportunities can significantly boost your profile and credibility so look for opportunities to speak um, at conferences webinars workshops local events and so on and getting speaking gigs can you know um, sometimes be difficult but you can there are lots of things you can do yourself you can um, you know engage directly with event organizers and tell them what you do um, and tell them that you want you're interested in speaking at their event or the next event if you just attended events this is an amazing event I would love to I especially love this part I would love to contribute in x y and z so speak to them directly don't be shy um, and but you you do need to define your topic you need to clearly identify what other topics you want to speak about and then create a speaker profile if you can on your website or have it ready so you can send out to people and then also leverage your network uh, in trying to build your um, your speaking career tell people your colleagues your friends your industry contacts that you are available to speak because if they don't know that you're available to speak about your area of expertise then how are they going to know that um, to find you to hire you so make sure that people know that you are available um, for speaking engagements and then you can sort of, like I said before, engage with event organizers and um, collaborate with event sponsors as well and join speaker directories. There's, there are directories out there that you can um, uh, you can join where they're looking for speakers in a specific area. So there's lots and lots of things you can do to become a speaker. But most importantly, you have to remember to uh, practice your skills as well. And if you are 
uh, not comfortable with be uh, speaking in front of people yet, then maybe organize a small uh, workshop for yourself, like a free workshop to practice your speaking skills. It could be um, even online as well. Uh, that's how I learned to become more comfortable. I was speaking online and I organized my own workshops and then I eventually I got hired to do um, speaking um, in front of people online and now I speak on stages. So I, I take it step by step, but practice your speaking skills and um, the more you practice, the more comfortable you become and take every opportunity you can to practice these skills. It's important, important skills, um, an important skill in, become the K, in becoming the KPI in your industry. And the next thing that is really useful in becoming a KPI in your industry is to publish a book. Or, but, or at least an ebook of some sort that uh, outlines your expertise. Um, writing a book in your area of expertise can really elevate your status or your position uh, and position you as the authority in your field. Um, so currently, I'm just about to publish my first book uh, in fashion and sustainability. I'm really excited about that. And already that's opened up a few doors. I haven't um, even published it yet. And people are starting to come to me, uh, engage with me already about potential so speaking engagements um, in the future I'm writing in fact two other books at the um, at the moment one about marketing digital marketing for uh, purpose-driven brands and then another one in how to a um, how to launch a truly sustainable brand that one I am doing together with a friend of mine so we're collaborating together on that one because she has her network and I have my network so we decided to collaborate on this book so that I'm really excited about those three books that are about to get published hopefully not uh, hopefully too uh, soon if I've already published it by the time this episode comes out then I'm going to put it in the um, in the show notes for you and the next thing is seek media exposure as much as possible leverage uh, media exposure or media opportunities like interviews guest appearances on podcasts or contributor articles on reputable um, publications Uh, write um, press releases whenever you can whenever you're doing something within your company or whenever you're doing something special Uh, write press releases send them out to people or to journalists and then also you know like write stories that you think think journalists may be interested in is really useful to do that um, and guest appearances and podcast again that is really um, a very good thing to do because the the podcast normally has got their audience that you can leverage so if you want to appear for example on my podcast get in touch with me send me an email hello at we disrupt agency.com and tell me that you want to appear on my podcast tell me who um, who you are what you do uh, what you uh, would like to talk about how you can help my guests so do that guest appearances on podcasts is highly recommended um, yeah so write and also write um, articles to um, for uh, reputable um, publications a lot of the bigger journals or even newspapers they actually accept guest um, articles and um, so have a look in the small prints in uh, on the website if it's an online publication most of them are now online um, look for guest um, um, guest submissions um, quite often they do accept um, guest submissions and then just submit an article or something that they think that you think would benefit their readers and see what happens so keep pitching stories to publications to journalists uh, keep pitching yourself to them as well and utilize um, 
um, you know, like um, expert sources like Haro help a reporter out, you can sign up to this service, H-A-R-O, where journalists are constantly seeking for experts to comment on various topics. It's very, very useful, H-A-R-O. So uh, sign up to that and then see if you can pitch your story there, whether um, is to, uh, you know, and provide valuable insights whenever a journalist needs it. Um, so that's it. Um, the next thing, that, the last thing that I want to mention is um, continuously improve and stay updated um, on what is happening in your industry. In order for you to be a good KPI, a KPI that stays out there and uh, continuously be, be the KPI in your industry for the long term, you need to stay um, updated within your industry. So stay on top of industry trends and advancements and continue uh, continuously learn and improve uh, your skills within your industry, especially now everything is moving so fast in most industries with the AI implementations and so on. Stay on top of it. Make sure that you are ahead um, of majority of your people. You don't have to be like right top ahead of everyone, but you do need to be ahead of most people to be the KPI in your industry. So remember the three things to remember. I know that I covered a lot of different points, but it's the three key things, the three C's that is going to make you a um, influential KPI in your industry. So the three C's are content, 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 produce lots and lots of content, connections, uh, build lots of relationships, uh, genuine relationships with people within the industry um, and publications, press and so on. Stay connected with your audience and consistency, consistency in your delivery of content, consistent in your brand, consistency in your opinions and your values. Um, So the three C's, content, connections and consistency. Remember those three things and focus on doing those three things well then you are well on your way to becoming the kpi of your industry good luck have fun see you next week thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it and if you would like more tips ideas and thoughts on how to launch grow and scale a purpose-driven business and also hear from other purpose-driven entrepreneurs about their journeys please follow the podcast and remember lead with purpose